everything as I'm working on my podcast episode, editing it, writing the show notes, creating the graphics, I'm uploading all of that stuff to one Google Drive folder for that episode specifically. And I've got everything organized. So the hierarchy of those folders kind of looks like listeners to leads podcast, episodes, and then episode one, episode two, episode three, and each of those are individual folders. And I have everything I need within those folders. And that allows me to be able to pull those things whenever and wherever I need them. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Leads, where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you. As we continue on our podcast tech tips series, today we are going to be talking about systems and streamlining. And you might be thinking, Alicia, that is so boring, but it's so, so, so important in ensuring that you have a good podcast, that you don't pod fade, which is when you stop podcasting, especially if it's something that is working for your business and it is a way that you can create content and really be able to connect with your audience on a deeper level you don't want to stop podcasting, right? And so let's not let any of the systems or streamlining issues be the reason behind why you stop podcasting. Let it be because it is time for you to stop. So today we're going to go through a few different things. We're going to talk some systems and some things that I like to use to manage my podcast workflow. We're going to talk about some past episodes that you can go back and listen to, but I'm going to go through kind of my workflow episode. I know we did this back in episode 19, where we talked about easily managing your podcast workflow, but I'm still going to go through it this time because I still think it's important and it's worth reiterating And that way you don't have to go back and listen to that one in its entirety. You can still get a lot of good, meaty awesomeness from this episode. And then we're also going to talk about streamlining. So in the last few weeks, we've been doing this tech tips series. During one of those, we talked about your podcast intake form for guests and managing guests. And that is one of the easiest ways to quickly streamline your process for guest management. Like we talked about in that episode, we like to use Calendly for emailing the guests and getting them scheduled on our calendar and those follow-up emails. We like to use ClickUp for creating a form, but feel free to use a Google form. And then you can go back and listen to that episode for exactly what should be in that Google form. But having some type of process and system in place is going to be key. So first, let's talk through a solo episode and the systems and streamlining that you'll need for that. And then we'll talk through a guest episode and the systems and streamlinings, any additional things that you might need for that as well. All right, so solo episodes first. What you'll need first in order to kind of keep your topics organized and your brain organized is some type of project management tool. 
And when I say project management tool, if you are a pen and paper person, then by all means, use a pen and paper. I am not going to try to sell you on using ClickUp. I've actually told plenty of people that I don't think they should use ClickUp. (laughs) It is an extremely robust system. It works fantastic for my brain and the way that I like to see things. And it works really well for being able to keep my team on a cohesive like plan moving forward and how we're going to manage our clients. Additionally to ClickUp, we also have a Google Sheet that has a production plan on it. So that way we can easily spot check if something doesn't show up on ClickUp, where are we, right? Like what is going on? Where are we? What's done? What's not? And it's a quick check-in for our team to be able to see. So I don't believe that there's one project management tool that fits all. I think that it's really up to you to be able to decide what is going to work for you. So finding a project management tool is going to help you be able to organize your thoughts for your podcast and plan out that content. So that way you kind of have an idea of what you're going to talk about, how you're going to get this information out to your audience, and maybe you break it down into a list of episodes, but at least you have it kind of somewhere that you can always go back to after you're done with your planning session. So planning that content is going to be really important and having some type of system to put that in is going to help keep you organized. Next, you're going to want to create the content. So you're going to want to have some type of tool like Audacity, GarageBand. These are both free tools that you can use to record your podcast. And it's going to allow you to create that content show up in a way that you can kind of see the audio and record your podcast episode. Next, you're going to want to edit your show. So when you're editing your show, and this is something that people typically will hire out for, but when you're editing your show, it's important that you keep in mind what it is that your values are around the quality of your show. If you feel like you want it to be high quality, then you're going to have to put a little more time and effort into it. So it might be worth investing in an editor or in investing in the time that it's going to take for you to edit it to the ability and capacity of what you want it to reflect. Next, you're going to want to write all the copy for your show. Now here for the streamlining side, I like to have templates for everything. So when it comes to writing the copy for a show, I already have a pre-written template that I can just plug and play with what I want to have in those show notes. So it makes it really easy for me to listen to the podcast episode, edit it, and write those show notes pretty quickly as I'm editing it because I'm already listening out for certain things and certain themes that are going to allow me to create really good show notes so that Google and my audience know exactly what this episode is going to be about. Next, I'm going to create the graphics for my show. When it comes to systems and streamlining, let's talk systems first for creating the graphics. I like to use Canva to create all my graphics, and I use their pro version to ensure that I kind of have all the things that I need and that I'm able to share them with my team as they take on more roles in the graphic side of the business. So that's really helpful to be able to house all of my graphics in one spot. And I feel like Canva is really good for anyone, whether you're a beginner or an advanced graphic designer, because 
They have great templates. They even have podcasting templates, which I absolutely love. They just make it so easy for you to plug and play. On the streamlining side, I have templated graphics for each client and for each podcast. So if I have a solo episode, I have a templated graphic set for that. And it's usually anywhere from five to seven graphics per episode. So for solo episodes, I know I just need to replace the title and the episode number because I already have my face on all of the graphics and I'm not going to be changing those. That allows me to streamline it. So that way I don't feel like, oh no, I have to create new graphics every single week or I'm not really sure. It just kind of keeps the cohesiveness of the brand together and allows people when they see that graphic, they know exactly what it is about, which is it's about this podcast episode. Next, I'm going to upload everything to my podcast host. So the systems that I use for this is I use Google Drive and then folders within my Google Drive to ensure that everything is organized. And I use Buzzsprout as my podcast host of choice. Now you guys know and have heard me talk about Buzzsprout continuously. I love them. They're incredible. They're one of my favorite podcast hosts. They make it so easy to have a podcast. It's affordable. The community is incredible and the customer service is top notch. So I highly recommend you use them if you are looking for a podcast host. It's very simple that you don't have to like, oh no, what do I do this time? Every time it's the same thing and that will help you streamline that process so much quicker. The reason that I mentioned the Google Drive before is that everything as I'm working on my podcast episode, editing it, writing the show notes, creating the graphics, I'm uploading all of that stuff to one Google Drive folder for that episode specifically. And I've got everything organized. So the hierarchy of those folders kind of looks like listeners to leads podcast, episodes, and then episode one, episode two, episode three, and each of those are individual folders. And I have everything I need within those folders. And that allows me to be able to pull those things whenever and wherever I need them. So it doesn't matter if I'm working from one computer or the next, I can easily grab those. And my team can also upload those as they need to. So everything's in one spot. This allows that process to be streamlined for uploading everything for the podcast host. My next step in the process is going to be updating everything in my website with the new podcast episode content and then scheduling all those social media posts. So my team, as they are editing my show, they will write social media captions. I can easily pull those and schedule those as I have the graphics. So I already have the graphics. I already have the social content and it makes it really easy to be able to just share those and schedule those using a social media scheduler. I can update everything on my website and just kind of grab those show notes that I already wrote that are really extensive and add those to my website without feeling like I need to add more. And yes, I can always go back and add more, but at least it's up there so Google can see it and it's better for SEO that way. All right, so that is the end of that kind of workflow process for a solo episode. Now we're gonna talk through a guest episode. I'd like to also add in here that I do have a free podcast workflow training. I recently updated it in like the last two months. So it is an updated workshop and it'll go through each of the things that you're gonna need during each of these phases of your podcast workflow and kind of like going through each process, what you're gonna need in each one, how to get them done, and then maybe some additional things that maybe you're not thinking about 
as you walk through these different phases of planning all the way through to scheduling everything. Moving on to the guest workflow systems and streamlining. So as I said in the beginning, I like to use Calendly for my guest interviews and scheduling those, but I always have people go through and the first thing that they have to do is they have to fill out my form, which is a ClickUp form. You can use a Google form or whatever else you want to use, but I like ClickUp for just kind of keeping my process in one place. So I have a ClickUp form, they fill that out, and then when I say yes, I would like them to be on my show, then my executive assistant sends them an email with the topic that I would like to discuss, as well as a link to book their interview. Once they've booked the interview, then Calendly automatically sends them emails on exactly how to show up to these podcast interviews. I love (laughs) streamlining things like this. It makes it so much easier Instead of having to go back and forth with your guest and finding the right time or informing them that we really need them to have some headphones on, those kinds of things. So I love Calendly for the streamlining side of getting the guests onto the show. And then I usually book them for one hour slot. That allows us to have enough time where at the beginning I can kind of prep them for the interview, get some rapport with them, and then afterwards get the interview actually recorded. It also allows me time after I'm done with the interview to be able to record the setup for the episode. So that way I know I'm still high on that great conversation. Vibes are good. We are going to talk about how exciting this is. And that way you feel and get that energy at the beginning, beginning before we even start the conversation. So as we're doing all of this, we're kind of keeping everything in our project management tool, just like we did for solo episodes. That allows us to be able to keep track of where we are, what episodes are coming up, maybe who we have that we want to talk to or still needs to schedule something, but it keeps us organized in a way that we don't have to stress about what episodes are coming out and that way we don't pod fade. Next, going into editing your show, When it comes to interviews, you might want to go for a more natural approach. I find that that works really well. And, right, there's no, I'm not going to say but, I'll say and. Most people will have idiosyncrasies that they do while they are on a podcast interview. So they might say so a lot, or they might say um a lot, and that's okay. So know that you might need to edit those out to make them sound more professional and to allow your audience to not get distracted by those little things. Next, writing the copy for your show. Again, having some type of template is going to allow you to streamline that process without feeling like, well, I need to put their bio, right? Do I? I don't remember. Where do I put their bio? So it just keeps everything very organized if you have a template of exactly what you want to have in those show notes when you have a guest. Next, you're going to create those graphics. Now, this is something where it's a little different than your solo episodes because your face is already in the solo ones. For this one, you're going to need to change the guest's headshot because you should always have the guest headshot somewhere on those graphics, the episode number, and the title. Like we talked about in the guest intake form episode, that you have a spot for them to put their headshot and exactly how you want their headshot to be, whether it's from the waist up or landscape or portrait, whichever one works best for you. 
So once you've created those graphics and updated them, you can upload everything to your Google Drive like we were talking about before for those solo episodes, keeping everything in your systems and streamlining them. Next, upload everything to your podcast host. You already have everything in that Google Drive. You've already got everything you needed for the graphics. If you do an episode-specific graphic or whatever, then you already have those things done. So it makes that streamlining process so much easier and so much quicker instead of being like, oh, wait, I need this thing. Oh, wait, I need this thing. It makes it so much simpler. And all you need to do is grab what you need and then jump right in. The next one is to update your website and get all that episode content onto your website so that way you can share that link with your guest. And that's going to be the additional thing after you're done with your podcast episode kind of workflow and regular stuff that you would for your solo. You're going to want to inform your guest that, hey, your episode is going live. Here are some graphics. Here's some copy that you can use. Thank you so much for being on my show. I so appreciate it and then move on from there. Those are all of my systems and streamlining that I like to use for solo episodes and guest episodes. I hope this was helpful and allowed you to kind of see that there's more things that go into a podcast than maybe you originally thought if you're considering launching a podcast. If you're considering launching a podcast, you're gonna wanna stick around for the next episode. The next episode is a podcast launch (laughs) tech tips. So it's gonna go through a podcast launch checklist, the things that you're gonna wanna know, things you're gonna wanna need to kind of consider as you are launching a podcast episode. I'll see you over there. And thank you so much again for listening to this show. I really, really, really appreciate it. And I would love it if you sent me a DM on Instagram and let me know maybe how you're going to be shifting your current workflow to include one or two of these things. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it. Want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at alicia.galati. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode. And don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.